what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Whoa! How about if I unmute myself? Hey, good morning! Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenston, North Carolina. It's hump day! It's Wednesday, December the 6th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 983 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Well, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game, but we have got another great jam-packed show for you here today. Joining us here in our plush, well-lit, and well-protected studio on Whitehall Drive in just a few moments is going to be Kenston's Renaissance man himself, Mike Martin, Michael Martin. We're going to talk some CFP with him, a little college football playoffs, some college basketball. Might even try to slip in some golf, too, but as you know, who knows where our uh, conversation is going to go uh, when we have Mike in here, but really looking forward to that. And like I said, he'll be joining us here in a few moments. And as Mike uh, likes to do, he has arranged a guest to join us here in the first hour or two. Uh, we'll be talking to him on the Spence Automotive guest line. And what a guest. He's the head coach of the Tarboro football team that's going to be playing for a state championship this weekend in Chapel Hill. It's going to be Vikings head football coach Jeff Craddock, uh, one of the good guys, man. I've not talked to him in several years, and it's going to be his debut here on the show, too. Uh, really neat uh, that we're going to get a chance to talk to him. And thank you to Mike Martin for that. Uh, but it, that'll be uh, our first hour. Mike Martin, Jeff Craddock in our first hour, and then in our second hour, we're going to be joined by another first-timer to the show, and Aiden Grifton, head basketball coach, head boys basketball coach, John Moy. I've been telling you all week, I think we started last week, I was like, man, we have got to get him here on the air. He is doing some amazing, some great things over to Naden. His Chargers are 4-0 and going into tonight's non-conference game at Eastern Wayne, and they've played a, a pretty tough schedule at this point. And for them to be 4-0, and that says a lot about Coach Moy. Uh, he'll be joining us early in the second hour and then about 25 minutes or so into our second hour. We're going to be joined by LCC head uh, basketball coach Matt Grantham. Uh, his Lancers are at home tonight against Sand Hills Community College. And I'm telling you, the Flyers, this is a pretty good team that the Lancers are playing tonight. The Flyers are 6-4 and four overall. Uh, they've won back-to-back -back games to get to that. And as you know, LCC just having a really good season. Uh, they're 6-2 and two right now. Uh, and, uh, going to, going to need a pretty good crowd out there tonight. I know, uh, well, uh, there he is, uh, my, you're going to be at a LCC tonight, right? Yes, sir. Him and, uh, Jacques Pasaleg. I think Scott Whittington's going to be there. We're going to have us a full house out there tonight. So, uh, very excited about that. And again, we'll have, uh, coach Grantham on in our second hour or two, uh, to talk about that again. So our first hour here, Mike Martin. 
sitting across from me, looking good over there. I mean, I'm not hitting on you or anything, Thanks, but, you, but you look great, man. Uh, he's uh, here with us, uh, Jeff Craddock, who I got to tell you, man, I've, I'm trying to remember the last time I talked to him, and it was probably in the state playoffs against Kinston about a decade ago. One, uh, of, the re- one of the really good people in uh, high school athletics in eastern North Carolina. Um, now, how long have you known him? <clears throat> ah, gosh. Um, probably 15 years, I guess, maybe, wow. something like that. I mean, yeah, it, it, so for those listening that are not aware, I, I did live in Tarboro for, for about seven or eight years, and um, – yeah, you know, just just in, in moving in in certain circles, you know, we were cross paths periodically. Uh, I, I'm not going to uh, to mislead anyone and and tell them that we were were friends or anything, but um, uh, but he he did come and speak at an event for me with a um, church men's group, a men's breakfast. He came and spoke and. Uh, yeah, just a, a really personable guy, a guy who, um, honestly, you know, a lot like uh, Coach Gieselman at, at Kenston High, you know, had a high level of expectations for the young men who uh, who he coached beyond the football field. And, yeah, they, that's uh, that's some of the things that, that I think is going to be great to chat with him about this morning. And, uh, not just that they're going for the school's 10th no, stage. Championship. I mean, and, and you know, and that's amazing in and of itself, but you know, it, it's, um, I, I think it is critically important for, for high school athletic coaches and, and middle school athletic coaches and, um, peewee rec coaches that you know you're not only out there to teach a kid a a a skill Mm -hmm. um you're not out there just to teach a kid how to be a better football player basketball player baseball player whatever you know you're you're out there trying to teach them how to be better people as well how to deal with um the things that you're going to face in life that uh that the lessons you learn in athletics help you deal with um mm-hmm. you know growing up down east our our athletics when i was a kid were terrible i mean we were we were not good and yeah but consequently it it has helped me tremendously in life by knowing that you know the world doesn't end if your team doesn't win and unfortunately i think some of those lessons are not being taught and and yeah it, it is it is carrying over into society and yeah, I just think it's going to be a good chance to, to talk to him about obviously X's and O's and what, what he's uh, going up against this weekend and, and, and hoping to win their 10th state title and, and how things have changed since he's been at, at Tarboro high school. So I just, I think it's gonna be a great opportunity. Well, I can't wait to talk to him. Like I said, uh, I remember when, uh, he and Kenston were in the same conference, and even North Lenore and uh, South Lenore were in the same conference at a time with Tarboro. And I can tell you this: uh, nobody was excited to play uh, uh, Tarboro. What they do? They just they have such a uh, such a reputation. I mean, there's a, a really well-run program. I know, and I doubt this even comes up, but just to show you what a classy guy he is, uh, I think it was a season after. Well, I'm sure it was a season after uh, COVID. 
South Sonora had had to cancel a couple of their games because of, uh, you know, COVID rearing its ugly head. This is back in 2021, so two years ago. And uh, Will Harrell, who's the head football coach over at uh, South Nor, had coached in that conference at uh, – God, I'm sorry, Coach. And I know he listens, and I hate this. I cannot remember the school he was at before he came here, but it was in Tarboro's conference. Right. So he had a pretty good relationship with Jeff, with Coach Craddock. So he called him and said, hey, we'd love, if you, I see you've got an open date here in the last week of the season. We've got one, too. We'd love to schedule you. And Coach Craddock uh, moved, moved planets and made things happen. And South Norton Tarboro ended up playing each other. Like I said, that was just two years ago. And, again, just to show you, I mean, he didn't have to do that. He could have taken a week off and – you know, gotten ready for the state. Exactly. But instead he wanted to help one of his fellow coaches. So just speaks highly of uh, coach. For sure. sure. And, you know, and, and the investment, and I think coach Craig would speak on this as well. The investment that the community has made over there in, in those young men and, you know, the Christmas parades where, you know, the football team, you know, state championship football team has a float and so forth and so on. You know, the recognition that, um, that community gives and, and, you know, and then for better or worse, you know, given, you know, the, the socioeconomics of Eastern North Carolina, in many cases, you know, you're talking about athletic teams that are composed of young men who, uh, don't generally represent, um, the, the business owners and the upper echelon of society and to see, you know, the aristocratic for lack of a better word, you know, um, you know, show their support for those young men. I think it's something really special. And I think that other communities could learn from that because by investing in young men and women that don't necessarily look like you it creates a bond within that community that carries over after sports and um and i've been proud of of you know the my friends that are still in tarboro that that have made that a priority you know investing those young men getting championship rings and things like that that's something that i don't think people are necessarily aware of that, you know, that, you know, because you win a championship doesn't mean every player on your team gets a ring bestowed upon them. Just like those rings don't appear out of, you know, thin air. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those rings are paid for and, you know, it's booster clubs and it's, you know, individual, you know, individuals and, and corporations and, yeah, mom and pop businesses that donate and contribute that allow those things to happen. And yeah, I, I just think that's a really, um, I, I think that what they've done there is something that everyone should want to try to emulate. And, um, well, I've always had, and I wrote about this when I was with the free press with all the state championships that Kinston won, uh, what six state championships in an eight year period, from 2008 to 2015, and even I'll include North Lenore in this uh, back-to-back baseball championships and oh uh, four and oh five. Let me see if I got that. No, oh five and oh six. The Fighting Cameron Beemans. <laughs> the Fighting Cameron Beemans. The softball team in oh five. I advocated strongly for this. You just mentioned parades. I advocate. I really thought, 
you know, we could have had something nice, and the free press was behind it. We would have uh, helped do it, but the city of Kenston never was interested in doing a parade. And how awesome to have, you know, you could have had the band out there. You could have had, I'm not saying you would have had as many people as you do for a Christmas parade, but, you know, get eight, ten floats out there. Celebrate Kenston High School. Celebrate this community and well, do it in March. And I, I don't know. I just, I never understood why the city had no interest in doing that. And, I mean, I pitched it to, I mean, like I said, in the paper, and then from the city manager to the mayor to, to everybody, and nobody had an interest in doing that. Well, you have to block traffic, and you have to do it. Well, you know what? Let, so what, man? Let's celebrate these kids who have you worked know, their butts off to get to this point. Yeah, I tell you what. that 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 is sort of a microcosm of how you get to where you are you know if you don't celebrate your small victories let alone the the big victories but if you don't celebrate the success of every part of your community then you know. are then you're doomed to yeah, well, let's do a christmas parade which is fine and i love the christmas parades and they are what they are but Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, let's do this. Yeah. Hey, I do need Keith Spence talking about Jeff Craddock. You know, Keith Spence has been covering oh, yeah. sports here since yeah. the late 70s. So, I mean, you you want to talk about somebody that's got some gravitas. And I mean, I've only been here man's since 02. Yeah, the this night. man's been doing it for 45 years, okay? And this is what he says about Jeff Craddock. Jeff Craddock is one of the nicest, most humble people I've ever interviewed. He has every right to be arrogant if he wanted to be. And he's anything but that. I mean, he is a he's a servant leader. I well, mean, that's and what. That, and, and look, this is so. Uh, full disclosure: I reached out to to my friends, the Rubicellos, own on the square. Inez has been a guest on the show before. Yes, she has, and they are very close friends with the Craddocks. And so I reached out, and I was like, "Look, I know it's a long shot. I know this is last minute, but." Um, do you think that Jeff might be willing to come on the show? And she said, well, she said, I'll mention it to him. So I literally texted him yesterday. Wow. And it, yeah. Hey, look, coach, can you come on? You know, 15, 20 minutes chat with Brian and I, no problem, man. What time championship week? <laughs> he's getting ready to play Mount Airy who beat them last year, by the way. Correct. And uh, he's going to come on here. In fact, that's just going to be in uh, less than a minute or so. We're going to get him up here on the line. Jason Bryant uh, kicked in, jumped in, and said uh, when he was in high school. Now, bear in mind, this was back in the 40s, okay? Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> Jason's going to love that one. But this was back in the 90s when he sure. was. A, he said they had a homecoming parade in LaGrange every year. Yeah. You know, I just, anyway, you know what? Hey, I, we're and not we here did, to. And, and, and we did too. I mean, yeah. in Beaufort, oh, you okay. know, East Carter High School had a homecoming parade every year. And, you know, it's just, it builds, um, yeah, it just builds support for, and, and it makes young people feel like the people who live in their town are invested in them. Mm -hmm. I just, and, I, and, you know, it, I, I just think it's an opportunity lost and, um, but you know, it, but but hey, here's the facts. You know, everything is an opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. Every uh, every situation allows us to 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 look at where we are and where we want to go. And Good I boy. think this is another uh, another chance for that. Absolutely. Joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line, you just heard Keith Spence uh, saying nice things about this gentleman. 
Uh, joining us here on our Spence Automotive guest line here on the Brian Hank Show this morning, it is uh, one of the great coaches in the history of North Carolina high school football, and we are so honored to have him here on the line with us. This is Jeff Craddock joining us. Coach, uh, Mike Martin and I, we say good morning to you, sir. Yeah, good morning. It's great to be up, great to be still coaching the, the great game of football. <laughs> and You know, it's December, what is it, the 6th now? I don't even know what day it is. They all start running together, but uh, – you know, the Lord gave us this day, so we're going to enjoy it, and uh, we're just going to make the most of it. Well, I got to tell you, Coach, I was trying to remember the last time you and I talked. I, as you remember, I used to be the sports editor of the Free Press and then the editor, but it has been several years, and, Coach, you have not slowed down. I mean, uh, this Tarboro Vikings team just uh, continuing to be one of the best teams in the state of North Carolina. But when did, do you remember, when is the last time you and I chatted? Oh, I, I've done so many interviews over the years i hate to say it but i i really can't remember i know it's been a while um yeah, yeah sometimes you know five years goes by and you think it's only one and you start talking about it and you're like my god that was eight years ago it's just just amazing how time just goes you know all my kids are are getting older now three of them you know are out of the house and i got one left and yeah, you know time just flies so i really can't remember Coach, good morning. Um, Mike Martin here, and uh, you and I crossed paths many, many years ago when when I had the pleasure of meeting you living in Tarboro, and we were actually in Athens, Georgia together to see Todd Gurley play uh, University of Tennessee, uh, and Todd's, uh, I think it was his last year at Georgia, but, um, you know, it, Coach, you, you've been in Tarboro now for how many years? Um. Since 1995, I don't know where that was. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, the amount of success you've had there and, you know, you've done it with, with young men who have gone on to, for prom with prominence in, in both collegiate and uh, professional football. And you've also done it with young men that, that we don't know their names necessarily in a, in a broader sense. But you know, what do you attribute to to finding that type of talent in in Tarboro and and developing them? Well, I think it goes back to our system that's in place. You know, it, it takes time to to develop what we've developed, and unfortunately, in today's world, um, everybody wants quick fixes, and there are no quick fixes, in my opinion. If, if you try to build a new culture and build a program from from the ground up, and People forget that my first four years as the head coach, you know, I didn't even win a playoff game, let alone talking about state titles and, and runs and these type of things and the, and the great kids. So it starts with you got to change the mindset and you got to set high expectations and then you got to model the high expectations. And then, of course, you got to get a great coach and staff together, which I have. You guys have been with me, now, most of them since 2008. Um, and they just do a tremendous job. You know, I can't do this by myself. Um, I'm the face of Tarboro football. I get it. But it's really the great kids that we coach. They work so very, very hard year-round. You know, this is really the only week I give them off lifting during the season because, you know, we're, we're about as strong as we're going to get now. And I just don't want anything freaky to happen in the weight room. And then they'll come back January, and we just we rinse and repeat. So if you look at Tarboro's program, 
you know, the, the rookies, the JV, the varsity, my little program, they run the tar tee. When they get to the middle school, all those middle school coaches I've coached at some point in time, they run our exact system, both offensively and defensively. Of course, our JV team does the same thing. And so these kids just have a history of winning and running our system. By the time they get to me, sometimes we just got to polish them a little bit. You know what I mean? So many of the rough edges have already been taken off uh, by my great JV staff, the great middle school staff that get to the varsity. Obviously, it's a little bit more complex, but at the end of the day, still coaching the game of football. How proud are you, Coach, that uh, when you go throughout the state of North Carolina, and I have, I've worked in Shelby and, and uh, Lincoln County and just all over the state, that Tarboro Vikings football has a reputation that it has. How, how proud are you of that, Coach? Well, I'm, I'm very proud, um, but I'm also very humbled about that as well. I, I don't like to, to stick out my chest, and, and I'm not that kind of guy. I'm just I just try to do the best job I can, and I understand that that this has been a blessing for me. And the way I've always looked at it is, the Lord's put me in this position, not really to bless me, which He has, but really I think to bless others. I think I use Tarboro football as a positive for our community. I stress for, to our kids that we're not just representing. You know, I'm just not representing me as the head coach, and you're not just representing you know our football team. You're representing something special that our community loves, and it gives them, you know, a bragging point. They can go out and, and talk about Tarboro football, and, and they can fill their chest, and I'm perfectly fine with that. But sometimes Edgecombe County, you know, doesn't have the best reputation of a few things, so it's just really nice that, you know, my members of this community, which I love the Tarboro community, obviously I've never left it, never will, um, I shouldn't say never, never know what can happen, but I sure don't plan on it. But, um, you know, just that, that we can be proud of Tarboro football. And, and I think our kids try to, to try to model that, you know, we are proud of who we are and we're proud of our community. A quick reset here for those of you guys uh, that didn't join us at the top of the hour. This is Coach Jeff Craddock, Tarboro High School football, who, Coach, you guys are competing for uh, state championship number 10 this weekend, am I correct? Um, it will be, I, I, this is going to sound bad, but I, I think this is our, my 12th, um, wow. and the school's, the school's 14th. They, I know they wow. won it in 84 <laughs> and what? they, we played for it in 98. I was a defense coordinator in 98. We lost to Shelby. And, um, so I, of course I know the history, but yeah, we are, we are gunning for, yeah. Well, and look, I, I, to, <laughs> To echo what you said earlier, I think Frank Reich would definitely agree with you that, you know, if you're trying to change the culture of a program, you need to allow time for, for <laughs> things like that to happen. Um, but you're right. It, you know, in collegiate and, and most definitely in professional sports, you know, it's a what have you done for me lately? How fast can you produce something? And and I, I think that it's causing, you know, what potentially could have been, you know, great head coaches, it's costing them opportunities because athletic directors and ownerships and general managers don't see the the long game. Yeah, I mean, everybody is, is so short-sighted, and you said it perfectly, you know, what have you done for me lately? 
unfortunately, I think that could apply for me. My God, if I'd have a five and five season, I think my own fan base may turn against me. <laughs> you know? Well, we well we know better than that, Coach. But uh, so now you came to to North Carolina from Ohio. Am I correct in that? That that is correct. And and so I'm I'm going to take for granted that you were. Uh, where did you get your uh, coaching start in uh, in high school football? Well, that's a good question. I've, I've been asked that in a long, long time. Um, I actually went to play ball at a Division three school called Mount Union College and uh, had a great experience there. Unfortunately, it ended with a severe shoulder injury that required surgery, and basically that ended my football career. Now, obviously, I love the game of football, so I jumped right into coaching, and I actually uh, did a year at Mount Union. I actually didn't like uh, coaching the college game, and I was – I think I was 20, so I think I was still too young, but I was still around the game. And then a good friend of mine, Mike Schott, who I married his cousin, my wife today, Jennifer, uh, got a school, uh, high school head coaching job, a little small school called Sebring, Ohio. And I actually did, I think it was two years at Sebring. And then I got a job, my first job um, out of college, a school called Marlington, Ohio. And I was there for a year. And uh, then I actually applied for the head coaching job just because I wasn't ready for it, but I just wanted to go through the experience in 95 and um, didn't get it. <clears throat> and then Mike also applied for the job at Marlington. Uh, That's my friend in Sebring, and he didn't get it. And we wanted to coach together, and so we decided to make a move. Uh, you know, I think we were 23 years old at the time, not thinking maybe everything through. Um, we just packed up our bags and moved to Tolboro, North Carolina. And I'll be daggone. Since then, he's moved back to Ohio. And I've tended to stay here. That is amazing. Again, that voice list to Tarboro head football coach Jeff Craddock. Let's segue uh, to uh, this weekend's game, Coach. And I got to tell you, my people are all from – in fact, my brother lives in Surrey County up in Dobson. And I tell you what, Tarboro versus Surrey County since 2017 has been amazing. Uh, your wins against Mount Airy, uh, their win against you last year. You've taken on East Surrey. You've swapped championships with them, too. What is it about this Surrey County versus Tarboro rivalry that's been going on since 2017, Coach? Uh, I say what I don't know, but I know they're I know they're all mighty good over there. That's what I do know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, I really enjoyed it. It's funny when I go home. I go home to Ohio twice a year, and I go right through uh, – yep. Um, Surrey County, and I see the Mount Airy signs, and man, I, I, I sometimes I smile, sometimes I cry. It depends <laughs> on what year, you know what I mean? The last year when I was going home, I would cry when I saw the old Mount Airy sign, but uh, I tell you what, those guys, Coach Loman for me, Surrey, fantastic guy, class program. You know, we did our three-peat against them, and uh, yeah, Coach Holders was the coach the first time we were able to beat Mount Airy. And now it's Coach Atkins. Uh, he beat me last year. Those teams are always so physical. They're always so well coached. They just do a fantastic job. They they don't give you much to go off of. And, and you know when you play them, you know, my God, Mount Airy this year, if you make a mistake, they, they get on top of that mistake and they put seven on the board before you can even blink. They just take advantage of so much. So it's just big-time football. I've been blessed to be a part, be able to play these teams. You know, I, I can't determine who comes out of the West. I just try to do my best job to make sure Tarboro comes out of the East. But here recently, it's always been Surrey County Schools. So I guess we'll, we'll uh, pat it up and do it one more time Saturday afternoon. 
Coach, I wanted to touch on 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 my personal experience with uh, with Tarboro High School football and 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 see what your thoughts are you know, in regards to that. Uh, when I lived in Tarboro, uh, I think your weight room was going was undergoing some renovations. One of your off seasons, yeah. and your guys were working out at a local gym there. And I mean, I I, I didn't know a single one of the young men on your team other than. Um, obviously Todd Gurley, yeah, only because of the, uh, the widespread acclaim that he had received. Um, but I would see these kids in the gym and, you know, as a, as a very unathletic, uh, uncoordinated, uh, gym wanderer, you know, those young men, every time I would go up to a piece of equipment that they were on, you know, they, you know, please go ahead, please go ahead, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, you know, just the manners, the respect of, of people in the community, how do you, how do you try to influence who these young men are off the field as well as on the field? Because as I was telling Brian before you came on, you know, every time I encountered a young man that played you know, for the for the Tarboro Vikings that they were just incredibly respectful, incredibly, you know, kind, um, well spoken young men. You know, what value do you place on that as a coach? Well, it's a huge value. You know, I'm not gonna get into our Tarboro culture playbook, but I will give you um, you know, we call it the three C's and the first C is character. So the, the, the first and foremost, when, you, when you're a Tarboro football player, the first thing we emphasize is when you leave our program, first of all, we emphasize that you're going to graduate from Tarboro High School, but you never graduate from Tarboro football. Once a Viking, always a Viking. I, I love it when the players come back now. Some of them are in their mid-30s. they got families, and they come you know, down the sidelines. We get to talk. They stop by the office. It just warms my heart. So we're always emphasizing about when when you leave Tarboro High School, we want you to be the best person you can be. We want to grow you as a person. Um, but the only thing I've done is occasionally maybe put a ring on your finger, taught you how to tackle, taught you how to you know block or whatever. That's all you've gotten out of our program that I failed as a head coach. And I had to put a lot of emphasis on that. And um, uh, you also got to try to model that. Um, you know, there's there's a way that, that I treat them, and there's a way I, that I expect them to treat the coaches. And um, you know, uh, we we actually one of my other C's is compassion, uh, which is strange in in the culture of football, which is so tough guy. But I always say, guys, you don't know what your teammate's going through when he goes home. You don't know what environment he has. You don't know if that you know young man if he knows if he's going to get a meal that night or if he knows is. You know, what's going to go on at his house? Where is he going to sleep? So that's why it's so important that we love each other um, and we respect each other. And then, you know, and then it just sounds crazy, but you don't have to like each other because not everybody likes each other, but we got to love each other. I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, because we're all Vikings and we're all, you know, there's one common thread that we have, and that's when you put on that jersey, it says, you know, Vikings or Tarboro on the front. There's no name on the back because our name is irrelevant to our program. And so we, we really work hard on, on character building and, you know, dealing with these young men, you know, because you, you got to think about it. 
you know, these kids are 14, 15, 16, 17 year olds. I mean, that's their kids. And so we try to do things the right way. We, we try to model it as, as adults. Um, so far much, I'll tell you this funny story. You know, I don't, I don't allow cussing. Um, so if I, you know, catch you cussing in the weight room in her locker room or on a practice field, you know, I don't say much except, okay, you owe me 10. And the kids will drop out and they give me 10 push-ups on the spot, which is great. However, sometimes a coach like myself will get a little irritated and all of a sudden, boom, there goes the cuss word. Now, don't get me wrong, the coaches or the players at that time, especially if I'm irritated, won't be like, oh, Coach Craddock, you owe me 10. But when I'm done, I'll take a deep breath. I don't have to be told. I drop right down. I give them 10 push-ups, and I say, okay, boys, now we're even, so let's move on. So what's good for them is good for us as adults. Model it, preach it, and, you know, you, you can kind of see the result. I love it. I absolutely love it. We're going to wrap it up with this. We've got Coach uh, uh, Jeff Craddock from Tarboro High School. I'm not going to ask you to break down the game or anything like that, Coach. That's for uh, another show to do. But I want to ask you this, though, as and you know, with us being here in Kinston, and you know, we went through that run of six championships in eight years, and uh, just all the great basketball that was played here. And, yeah. and, and and Kinston football's had a good battle or two against Tarboro through the years too, uh, as you know, but. Does it ever get old? I guess that's the, the main thing I wanted to ask you. I mean, here you are in championship week again. Uh, and, I mean, again, I, I don't even – you know, we lost all our teams in the first round of the playoffs, Coach, so I didn't – you know, the only thing I knew was Tarboro's going to be there championship <laughs> weekend, as you guys always are. But do you ever get tired of it, Coach? I mean, is it – do you ever just go, oh, here we go again, getting ready for uh, another state championship? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I can – there's two things I can tell you. Number one, hell no, I never get tired. You know what I mean? Give us 10, coach. Yeah, the, 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 the good thing about that is I'm in the gym and there's no football players around me. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll give you guys 10 at a later time. Okay. So, no, it, it never gets old. Uh, and number two, you know, when it does get old, that's when it's time to go. You know, when, when you get to the point. Now, it is a lot of hard work. That's one thing I, I want to you know, stress to people who are listening. It's harder than what we make it seem, the amount of dedication it takes, not just for me, but from everybody. I mean, my couple of coaches, you know, my players, I mean, people are just like, oh, all that they're just there. And while we're blessed to be there, but my God, it, it, it's hard. You know, we play some great teams, and, you know, you see upsets happen all the time because it's high school football. And the fact that, that we've managed to, you know, avoid some traps and, and get there is, is a testimony to how hard – people in the program work. And now let me talk about Kinston because I'm sure people have forgot about this. So this will really tell you how great of a coach I am. And I say that completely tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> so we go to Kinston. I've got Todd Gurley, one of the best football players in the state or not the country. And I'll be daggone, we didn't even win our conference championship that year. That would be 2011 because we go to Kinston and we lost in overtime like 46-40. to 40. Now, we did go on to win the state title, thank God. That's the only reason I did get fired. <laughs> so I maintained my job, and Kingston actually played uh, right behind us. Unfortunately, they lost 21-14. I can't remember to who. But, um, and that was the last time Tarboro football has lost a conference game was to the hands 
of Pittston of all teams. So Get they, wow. Shout out to Pittston football. Get out. Well, I had no idea, Coach. I, that'll that'll hey. put a smile on Diesel's face, okay? There you go. Well, <laughs> so it, it, yeah, I did, warn, I did warn Coach Craddock that I needed him to come up with something kind to say about uh, <laughs> Lenore County uh, athletics and, and, and – you came through in spades on that, hey, one, Coach. But uh, I thought that I, I, you get nothing better than that. That's all I got for you. <laughs> there it is. Well, I will say this. We'll leave, like I said, we'll leave it with this. Uh, uh, South Norhead football coach Will Harrell. I know how much he appreciated that uh, you could have taken a week off a couple of years ago at the very last week of the season. Instead, yes, you scheduled South Lenore, and I know that helped that helped them get ready for the next year, and uh, and I hope it helped you guys too as you, uh, you went on to win the state championship against Mitchell that year too. But, Coach, listen, lots of love here from Lenore County. I hope you know that from Kinston, Lenore County. Good luck on Saturday against Mount Airy. Now, I got to say, not that I'm going to go into anything, but I, I attended North Wilkes High School, and I played sports at North Wilkes. Mount Airy kicked our teeth in every time we played <laughs> basketball, football, anything. So, so uh, uh, Coach Craddock, uh, take care of business for, uh, for hey, the North Wilkes Vikings, okay? I, I promise you I'm going to do everything in my power. But, unfortunately, they are really good again, and so – you know, but, but uh, the team's going to be ready. That much I can promise you. We're going to play hard. That much I can promise you. And uh, I'll let the results speak for themselves. Well, very good. Listen, uh, Coach Jeff Craddock, uh, just a true gentleman. I know what a crazy week this is getting ready for a state championship. And you just taking 25 minutes out to spend with Mike Martin and I. That's not even in your coverage area, sir. Thank you so much, okay? <laughs> hey, guys. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for the coverage. Uh be glad to do it anytime. So thank you so very, very much. Thank, thank you, you so much. Good luck Saturday, sir. All right. I appreciate it. There you go. That's Jeff Craddock, Tarboro High School. And you heard Keith Spence say it earlier. You said it. I've said it. I mean, again, he's not in our coverage area. Would you? I wouldn't even have been upset, Mike, if he had no, said, you know what? No. Listen, no. I got a state championship here in four days or in three days. You know, well, they'll go up on Friday probably to get ready to play that game in Chapel yeah. Hill. Yeah. If he'd have said no, would you have been? I wouldn't have been upset with uh, him. Would you? Not at all. Not and then at he all. just gives us twenty-five minutes and ten push-ups. You know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get better than that. And you know, I think that um, I think that the people of Edgecombe County and and Tarboro know what kind of gem of a person they have in Jeff Craddock. And, and you know, and I think it's uh, I think it's great to to share that with. Um, with with the rest of Eastern North Carolina, yeah. you know, with our listening area, and 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 so, um, and 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 what a what a great thing to share about, you know, that Tarboro High School's last conference loss came. How to, about that? I would now. That's you talk about trivia. Yeah. That is great trivia there. Okay, yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's all, now absolutely. that is before Diesel took over, and I did. Uh, I had to go through my memory bank, so I think it was a year before Diesel took over. But he was, I think he was the offensive coordinator. He was definitely an assistant coach on that team then, but still. Now, who was the coach? That was uh, uh, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. Yep. Gotcha. Nick Anderson was a head coach that year when they went to the state championship in 2011. Wow. In fact, what is really cool is uh, what a year we had that year in local football, I mean, which we've never had before. Aiden Grifton makes it to the one double. Okay. Kenston makes it to the 2A championship that right. year. Oh, uh, in 2011. All right. Two double A. They were two double A that year and Tarboro was two A. So, and then a uh, one double A Aiden Griffin made it to the state championship year. 
and one a Jones senior made it to the state championship. So three wow. teams right here, what within 20 miles, 25 miles of each other, all, uh, made it to the state championship, which leads us to, and I don't know, uh, I wanted to give you an opportunity if you knew him and I didn't know, you know, you're the Renaissance man here in Kinston. And I mean, that in a good way, you know, everybody, did you ever get to meet uh, Jones senior head football coach, Greg Hampton? I did not. No, no. Great gentleman passed away over the weekend or passed away Friday night. And just a couple of years older than me had a heart attack and passed away, but he was a head coach of that, uh, 2011 Jones senior team that made it to the state championship, 24 kids on that team. And I can't remember who they played in the championship. And I've God, that, that irritates me. I can't remember. I know, or God, who did they play that year? Anyway, long story short, uh, they had 24 guys in the team. They were playing had 52. Wow. And made it all the way to the state championship. But, uh, again, uh, that's great. Captain man, let me, uh, I, let me hit a couple of things yeah, real sure, quick here sure, because sure. Go ahead and get in your mind. We're getting ready to talk some white Christmas here, though. Okay? Nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> I tell you what, that's a tease there. Tease. I have got to uh, thank a sponsor real quick. We need to thank uh, Lenore Community College. They are the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show, and uh, we are very appreciative of all the folks over there for uh, everything they've done to help this show succeed. As we are now in our fifth year, we've celebrated our uh, fourth anniversary. We've started our fifth year now, and LCC has been a part of this since the very beginning. For 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today and Spring registration is underway right now. In fact, when the new year begins, I think it's January 8th, classes start for uh, spring 2024 at LCC. Again, call that number, 252-527-6223. Visit the campus, and uh, you can, like I said, uh, tangibly change your life. Thank you so much, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over there. We'll see them tonight, won't we, when we're over at LCC watching them take on uh, Sand Hills. Community College. Okay. Uh, and as we said, LCC takes on Sand Hills uh, tonight at 6. You'll be able to hear uh, Ricky Whaley on the mic there. You'll be able to uh, watch the Lancers, who, again, are 6 and 2 right now, taking on a 6 and 4 Sand Hills team. The NBA end season quarterfinals last night, Milwaukee beat the Knicks 146 to 122. They will now take on Indiana. Thursday in Vegas in the quarterfinals of the end season tournament. Uh, the Lakers defeated the Phoenix Suns. Uh, came back and beat them 106-103 last night. They will play in the semifinals against Brandon Ingram and yeah. the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. That will be the late game on Thursday in Vegas. A lot of high school basketball last night. Kenston goes to Greensville Rose. They sweep the Rampants last night. The boys won 67 to 48. The girls won in overtime. Both teams will be uh, down in Greg Clemens land on uh, Friday night as they will be at West Carteret. Uh, the North and North boys, uh, thank you to Copperhead, too. Uh, this wasn't up on uh, 
Max Preps, he messaged me this morning to give me the score, 78-57. to 57. The Hawks defeated Noose Charter. Uh, the girls improved to 3-1 uh, and one with a 64-54 to 54 win. So the girls are 3-1. and one, The boys are 2-2. Two and two. Both teams will be at Southwest Edgecombe tonight, and then they'll be at Green Central on Friday. South Lenore was uh, off last night, uh, but the boys and girls will be at Dixon today. Uh, and how about this? i got to throw this out there. John Dawson is driving right now. He's in Clayton. And he's listening to us over the air in Clayton right now on 960 nice. Bet on the Bull. How nice. about that, dude? Hey, shout out to Jason Bryant. Look at that. No, 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 no. Uh, John Dawson. I might have said Jason Bryant. I'm sorry. I no, meant no, John no, Dawson. No. I was shout out to Jason Bryant for getting that. Uh, yeah. Spreading those wings. How and about that in Clayton in Johnston County nice. all the way up there? That's nice. awesome. But uh, okay. thank you, Dawson. I appreciate that heads up on that. But South North Boys, one and four. The girls are two and four. They are at Dixon today and then they're home versus Aiden Grifton on Friday. Parrot Academy dropped a couple of tough games last night. The boys are now two and three. They lost their third game in a row. They fell at home last night to Pungo, 57 to 48. Now, this was not, don't, you know, well, I was talking to uh, Clay Harrell over the weekend, and uh, listen, Pungo's a good team. They're now 8-1. and one. This wow. is not a, a, yeah. a lightweight that they lost against. The girls at Parrot Academy, they lost also. Uh, they are now 0-5, but both teams are home versus Wilson Christian on Thursday. Bethel uh, Christian Academy, their boys and girls swept last night versus Beargrass Charter. want to thank uh, Burt Potter for sending me uh, that this morning. Uh, Green Central, both teams are 1-3. Uh, they've only got one game this week, and they'll host North Lenore on Friday. Aiden Grifton, you're going to hear from uh, Chargers head basketball coach John Moy here in our second hour. Uh, the boys are 4-0. The girls are 0-4. They are at Eastern Wayne tonight, and then they'll be at South Lenore on Friday. Jones Sr., uh, the only one, only result I couldn't find last night. Their boys were 4-1. and one. Their girls were 1-4 and four going in, <clears throat> excuse me, to uh, Calypso to take on North Duplin last night. and uh, But they'll be home versus Union on, <clears throat> excuse me, on Thursday. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> uh, local heroes last night. Nobody played as I'm going through my list. Uh, da, 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 da. Yep. Nobody played last night, but uh, everybody will be in action over the next couple of days. Uh, Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans, they will be in the end-season tournament taking on the Lakers. That will be uh, Thursday night. Uh, Damian Dunn and Houston, they are off until Saturday against Jackson State. Reggie Bullock Jr. and the Houston Rockets off until Monday. Uh, Dontre Styles and Georgetown. By the way, dude, did you see the end of that Georgetown TCU game on Saturday? I did not. You want to talk about just absolutely heart-wrenching. Georgetown has a game one. TCU inbounds the ball. The guy who shoots the shot for TCU, his foot is clearly out of bounds. Even the replays show his foot is out of bounds. But they did you know this college basketball can't review that? They can review if a ball goes in or not. And by, can, you know, looking at the clock. And, but, they, but, and, the, and they can review if the foot is on the line, whether it's a three-point shot or a two-point shot. But they can't review it if it's out of bounds, Mike Martin. What yeah. the heck, man? I mean, that that was so disappointing. But uh, but still, Trez had a good game in that. And they you can watch them on Saturday uh, at 11.30 a.m. on Fox when they take on Syracuse. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, they're 4-4. Four and four. They take on San Francisco today. And then they'll be off until Saturday, December the 16th. Uh, our our uh, big three, Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dodd of Winston-Salem State, 
They're five and three. They play at Bluefield State University tomorrow. We'll have uh, TGIF with IP on Friday morning, and I think they'll still be in Bluefield, West Virginia, for that. But we'll see. Ashanti uh, Lynch and uh, Maryland Eastern Shore four and four after losing Monday night at ECU, but she was awesome. Good crowd. I know I talked about this on yesterday's show. I do not mind repeating it because uh, about it, it probably anywhere from seventy-five to a hundred fans. From North Lenore and from the LaGrange area were at the game. I know the entire North Lenore girls basketball team was there. Some of the boys team, both head coaches, uh, Howard Woolley and Copperhead were there. Uh, I know it was, it was very awesome. Ashanti put on a good show too. 9.7 rebounds, three assists. She played a team high 32 minutes for Maryland Eastern shore and going to try to, I'm going to try to make it up. They play at central this year at North Carolina central. I'm going to try to get up there for that game too. Uh, Tamir Moore, Mirror Moore has not played yet this season. Dante Ellis, uh, I promised yesterday I would get his stats. Uh, they have uh, unfortunately picked Community College, has lost seven straight. Uh, they're one in seven, but Dante is playing great. He uh, had 11 points, one rebound, four assists against Bryant and Stratton this past Sunday, and he is the leading scorer for Pitt Community College this year. So he gave, uh, he gave LCC fits, uh, a week ago yep. today, uh, when, 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 uh, the, the Lancers pulled out a one point victory over Pitt yeah. Community College. That was, uh, and, and arguably, and we're going to have Matt Grantham on ironically, he's going to be joining us in our second hour here today awesome. too, right after John Moy. And he'll even tell you worst game they've played this year, probably, but Mike, you play your worst game of the year, you still come out with a dub. I mean, that well, that shows you're doing things the right way. Well, and, yeah, when you're playing your rival, you're probably going to play your worst game yeah. of the year because they, they tend to know you best. And um, it, But it was uh, it was a great time. I, ha- I had a great time. and uh, Even and, though we didn't paint our chest. Well, I think everybody else had a great time because <laughs> we didn't paint our chest. But, uh, you know, it, it was – it was impressive it was impressive it was a lot of fun that is for sure uh da 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 da. uh i just a couple messages uh came in while we were uh talking there or while i was doing that uh greg clemens uh uh chimes in he says uh woe is the coach that has to follow jeff craddock uh for years to come at tarboro no doubt no doubt that is gonna be uh you know, and, and and I would think based on uh, Coach Craddock's um, assistant coaches, I mean, he's got a great staff, and they've been in place for for quite a while. Um, many of those guys, I I would imagine that he's grooming um, someone uh, to to fill that void once he leaves. But um, uh, he'll do the same thing that Wells Gulledge did when he was at Kinston. For sure. Wells Gulledge did not leave the cupboard bare. He, he, he talked about grooming. I mean, when you said that, the first thing I think of is Perry Tindall and just a great job that Wells did giving Perry lots of responsibility, taught him how to be, and Perry will tell you this, taught him how to be a head coach. And I mean, a lot of times you see coaches, and I could give you a couple of examples of coaches in this area not going to, but, uh, who have left the cupboard bare when they have left, you know, they'll squeeze every ounce of everything they can out of it and then, uh, leave the program to somebody to try to have to rebuild. Wells Gulledge did not do that at Kenson high school. Jimmy Smith did not do that at South Lenore, but, uh, there are other coaches who have uh, done that in this area, but we'll just leave that at that. Listen, but, uh, well, go ahead. But, you know, and, and something that I would would encourage fans to understand 
is because a team has a down year and 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 we saw it in football this year with with our local with our local teams but coaches didn't forget how to coach no Ryan Gieselman is Lord, one of the best coaches in the state of North Carolina. And I had, we asked Jeff Craddock, I'm sure he would have echoed that, Yep. but you know, things run in cycles, talent runs in cycles. And you know, and what I think you got to see in Kenton high school football (laughs) this year is a lot of young underclassmen getting the opportunity to, to get their feet wet in, in, big time high school football and and sadly that doesn't necessarily translate to immediate success on the field but um dollars to donuts i would be willing to bet that uh you know that coach gieselman has a uh a, a nice uh a nice comeback next season with those young men who got some experience this year i think they're only if and if diesel if you're listening hit me up and let me know or anybody on the because i know a lot of his coaching staff listens to the show every morning too i think they only had six or seven seniors on the team this year mike right and and some of those weren't and i'm not denigrating them at all but some of them weren't even Front that line, big of contributors yeah. exactly so players, yeah. yeah yeah kenston will be back next year i'm not sweating that one one bit i think nah. south of north is going to be much improved next year what Will Harrell is doing down at South North to get that uh, football team. He is turning it into a program. Anybody can come in for a year or two and, you know, and win some games and sacrifice the JV program. What I love what South North Will Harrell has done, and even what at North North and at Kinston what they did this year, Mike, is that they kept their JV teams together. They didn't pull talent up from there. They want them to be successful at that level. So when they get to the varsity level, they're going to have success. Listen, we've talked a lot of sports. Dude, we got to talk some white Christmas, man. And I mean that. Uh, Linda and I went Saturday. I guess the only day you didn't go this past weekend. It was weekend. the only day I didn't go this past weekend. So we missed you. But, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> what? And, and I should mention this, too. Uh, one of the stars of White Christmas will be joining us tomorrow. Art Rembert oh, will wow. be uh, here wow. in our first hour. We'll, we'll be talking to him on Spence Automotive Guest Line in the first hour. Listen, I've now been, we've been to now, what, three, four plays in the past couple of years, Linda and I have, and just the great job they do over there. Uh, the main stars were awesome, but I got to tell you, there was this little dancer over there <laughs> who had a smile on her face every time. Now, I didn't recognize her name, though. It was Lillian Martin is what it was in the yeah, playbill. Yeah, that's I know somebody know Lily, Lily Grace, but yeah. I didn't know a Lillian Martin. Yeah, it, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> it was a great weekend. Um, I, we will be back. Uh, I will be back Saturday uh, to see it again, and uh, we we're bringing we're bringing some folks with us. And um, but if you haven't had the opportunity, you really do need to go check this out. Um, and the, not just because Lillian Grace is in no, it. No, not yeah. just because Lillian Grace is in it. <laughs> some of you may know her as LG or Lily Grace. <laughs> But, um, but you know, it, the, it, I tell you the best, the best thing that I can tell you is, so my, my sister-in-law Kalia went with us Friday night and early in the show, she leaned up and said, I didn't realize it was going to be like this, the quality and the level of production that, that they put on at LCC under the leadership of Jessica Cruz cannot say enough um, great things about her. You know, that is, 
again, you know, we, this show is, is designed to highlight sports in Eastern North Carolina. Um, but, and, 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 and athletics receive a lot of kudos in Lenore County. Uh, but there is a lot of talent in Eastern North Carolina and it was on display last weekend and will be on display for one more weekend. So, I would encourage all of you to to try to get out there and see this show. Um, we saw a lot of uh, a lot of friends both um, Friday and Sunday, and uh, and you know there's still some tickets available for this weekend. Um, go on the website at LCC and it's LCC ED or oh gosh, got keep going. I'll yeah, find that. I'll find it, the email address. It, yeah, go or, on the website, the, yeah. get tickets. It will put you in the Christmas spirit. It will um and, and it'll it it'll make you smile. It's um, you know it it's Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney. I think were the the stars of the the original film. Um, but Irving Berlin's White Christmas is a uh, it, it's a great story uh, about yeah you know, and it, and it, it 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 talks about the commitment that young men have to to military leaders um, and yeah you know, there's a lot of tongue in cheek there's some there's some comedy there's some sentimental moments but all in all. Yeah, I, it it will put you in the Christmas spirit, and um, and I will tell you, there's a uh, a little girl dancing in it that that she uh, she always has a smile on her face and and loves every moment of it, and um, and we're I yeah, her mother and I are really proud of her, and 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 Lily Grace has done a great job, but um the entire cast is, is really remarkable. And you know, to know that, um, the, the female lead who is on the show with Brian crystal Gaskins, last crystal week, Gaskins. Yeah. yeah. She is amazing. And to know that she doesn't have stage experience and has, this is her this first before, play. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, and her voice is amazing. Yeah. And, um, and the show is amazing. The sets, the props, the, I mean, from beginning to end, Travis Johnson as, uh, Ezekiel, mm-hmm. um, Zeke provides some great, uh, comedy. Now, he and, was the one that talks real slow, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, he, was, he was hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's just a well done production and, um, you know, I'm by no means a theater critic, but uh, I would give it five stars and and tell you that it will be time and money well spent with you and your family if you take the time this weekend to go see uh, White Christmas. And if you want to get in the Christmas spirit, that's the best way to do it. Listen, I've seen shows at DPAC. I've seen shows, you know, all over the place. This is as good as it gets, and I mean it. I mean, and again, we're not sitting here saying, oh, you know, they, they do their best. I'm telling you. You, there, I can't even begin to tell you the times that uh, Linda and I, especially for this one and even for a couple of the previous ones too, we look at each other and our jaws are on our, you know, on our chest. We're like, oh, my God. Yeah. This it, is right here in, at LCC. There's that much talent. I got I got to brag on Lillian real quick here, okay? <laughs> Dude, she was 
So impressive. I mean, she's up front, you know, because you had kind of sold it, and she had even kind of sold it as, you know, she's kind of a background, you know, performer. I mean, she doesn't have any speaking lines in it. She, but she dances her, she dances her legs off. She, uh, just she's so incredible. And I mean, with the little, you know, when she's talking like to somebody beside her, you know, she really sells it, dude. And I'm biased. Don't get it twisted. I, I think she's a sweetheart, but dude. She was awesome. And, and and yes, everybody's awesome in it. Let's make it micro personal here. Dude, Lily Grace was amazing, dude. And Linda said the same thing I did. Dude, that big old smile the entire time. We were back in row N, okay? We weren't sitting up close. We were back in row N, and I kind of like sitting back there a little bit. There's not a lot of people around us, and uh, you can just really enjoy it. And I have to get up and down, you know, as people are coming in and out of the row. Even from where we were, three rows from the back of the auditorium, dude. She was amazing, dude. Awesome. Uh, and just awesome. uh, kudos to you. The the thing that I regret, I don't know why I didn't think about this. I wish we had, you know how, uh, I've never done this at a play before. I, I wish we had grabbed some flowers, you know, and, and taken her some flowers to well, the show she, on she, Saturday. But she did tell me that, that you took the time to speak to her yeah. after the show. And that was really special to her. And Well, she was a rock star. Everybody <laughs> was around her. We We literally had uh three seconds to say something to her because she was surrounded and i mean this in a good way yeah. she was surrounded by folks and uh dude just so 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 proud of her man well, and she like, was awesome i can't wait to see what her future is going to be man well like you talked about you know the the girls basketball team from north Lenore going over and supporting uh their former team ashanti yeah um you know so many of the girls that Lily Grace dances with at Studio Eighty Six, uh, you know, has been out to see her, and you know, and it, yeah, it gets back to what we talked about a, a last week's show when she was here, is that you know, dance while you know many many people would not consider it a sport, and yeah, you know, we're not going to get into that, yeah. but um, you know, it is a uh, it is a team. And, yeah, to see those young girls come out and support their teammate in Lily Grace, and um, that that's special, and uh, it's really special to her. and uh, and it, But it, it really is a magnificent production. And, you know, for those of you that are, you know, questioning it, yeah, it's not Little Johnny's uh, kindergarten Christmas program. <laughs> this it's, is uh, not at all. It's on a whole nother level, and the amount of work and and hours that these folks have poured into this, and and you know, and and you going to see this is supporting, you know, the LCC Foundation, and yeah, you know, that goes to give scholarships and opportunities to young men and women um to to pursue a dream and you know that is that's that's so special and and to miss that opportunity um and, and yeah how many times are you asked to contribute to something at yeah you know, can you make a donation well this is something that contributes to that foundation but you also get uh you know a couple of hours of great entertainment and you know the 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 Blizzard Atrium and Briley Auditorium at LCC are tremendous facilities in our community, and you know you guys need to go out and see what what that is, and 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 then the show to boot is just a bonus. And on top of it, like I said, I mean I've been to Deepak shows, I've been to shows at Wake Forest and at NC State before, dude. 
And, I mean, those shows, it, it, I'll throw it out there. I mean, especially you go to a D-Pack show, you're spending $75, 80 $100 for, for a sure. show. For sure. I'm just going to tell you guys, it's 15 bucks. Right. That's it. If you get it online, it's $20 at the door. If you buy, But go online. It's Lenore or, doggone it, let me do it again here. It's uh, lenorecc.edu backslash white Christmas. And you the go link, there. The link is on my social media. I love it's on it. my wife's I love social it. media. Um, I bet if you go to the Brian Hank show, there's probably a yeah, there has for been it. for and sure. And guess what? I'll put it back up there again today. And, so when people are listening to this as online, as well as myself, and yep. um, yeah, get get your holiday season started and get yep. yeah get out there and check this out. And you, you pick out your own seats. It's not you like you even that you although you know, you, although limited seats are available, they it fills up fast, but um. But you'll enjoy yourself. You definitely will. Okay. You're going to hang out with us here in our second hour, or do you need to jet? I'll hang out for a little bit. Good. We're going to have John Moy joining us. In fact, just messages with him. He is excited. He's going to be a first-time guest here on our show. Uh, listen, uh, as we're wrapping up our first hour here, Mike, you did it again, man. Thank you for uh, bringing us a guest. I mean, a great one. And Jeff Craddock, he's already messaged me thanking us for, uh, you know, for being on the show. That's amazing. But uh, Jeff Craddock from Tarboro High School, Mike Martin here in our first hour. Uh, coming up in our second hour, we're going to have John Moy. We're going to have Matt Grantham from LCC. That'll be here in the second hour of the Hump Day edition of the Brian Hanks Show here on 960 Bet on the Bull.